What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Southeastern High School Athletics Podcast. On this week's episode, I have the state championship head coach of the Bowden Red Devils, Coach Rich Finley. And I also start my coverage of wrestling with the head wrestling coach of Dade County, Coach Jeff Poston. How's it going, right. Coach? Can you hear me now? Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yeah, I, I connected the Wi-Fi this time. It's it's kind of rainy here, so I think the weather was affecting the connection a little bit. I got you. That's it's rainy here too, so I I, I understand that completely. Well, first of all, congratulations on a state championship, Coach. How how's that feel? Yeah, it's unbelievable. Um, my, I, I I you know I imagine what it would feel like, but but it's it's. 10 times greater than what I imagined it would feel like, you know, especially when you put as much work as, as, as the coaching staff did and the players did into it. It's an amazing feeling. And to see our crowd show up, we, we had the biggest crowd at, the, at Center Park Stadium. And, you know, to bring that title home to them was just an amazing feeling. You guys were 14-1 and one on the season and undefeated in single A in your class against the most of the top 10 teams in the, the state. Um, also, you had, you know, you even had Bremen fans pull up for you guys. That, that's awesome. <laughs> if you get your rival pulling for you, um, you know, that says a lot. It was a, probably one of the toughest schedules I've ever I've ever gone through. The, the bracket we got in was extremely hard. I felt like we played the three top teams in single A in our bracket alone, you know, once we got there. But our, our kids played so hard for four quarters and, and just found a way to hang on and win that game. What's it like been in, being in the community after Thursday this week? What's it been like for you guys? Say that again. I had a call come in that kind of blocked you out for a second. I got you. What's it like been in the community of Bowden since uh, Thursday evening? It's unbelievable. You, you would think, you know, th- this community needed this as bad as the coaches and, and players. You know, it had been 30 years and – I think they've been there a couple of times inside that 30 years and, and couldn't win it. But it, it has been unbelievable. This is a, the party after the game back here in the stadium for the, for the community was awesome. Uh, it was a big crowd. Um, you know, the crowd showed up and, and was very loud at the game. And, you know, I think this is a proud community right now. You know, they, they shut down last Thursday and everybody who was able to be at that game showed up at that game. So, uh, great times here in Bowden right now. I bet. Um, listening to uh, Tom Maracuazo and uh, a couple of other guys on the radio, I could tell that it sounded like all, all of Bowden was down there in Atlanta. They were. I, I tell you, they love football here. It is a great football community. Um, everywhere you go, you know, people ask you, you know, how's the team? Everybody healthy? How, what do you feel? You know, how you feel you're going to do Friday? So it, it's the, the, the topic of discussion. And just to put that cherry on top this year and, and you know, to finish it all the way through was just uh, just amazing. Well, let's talk about the game for a little bit. Uh, defeated the Wildcats of Sly County 39-31. to It was a back-and-forth game from what I could tell. And, um, I mean, it was intense. <laughs> It was. They, they were really good, and I think at some point during the season, they were ranked number one in kind of the favorites to win Class A early in the year, and uh, 
they lost a game or two early, but then got hot. And I think they had won 11 in a row. Um, and yeah, you know, we intercepted them on the opening drive. And then after that, you know, we, each team scored every time they had it. And they were up 21, 19 at the half because we had missed two extra points. And, uh, you know, we got the ball after halftime and I, and I told our kids, you know, if we go down and score and then we stop them, you know, that's, that's going to be the ball game, you know, mm -hmm. and we went down and scored and went up 25, 21. And then we held them on fourth down, down there in our territory and then went down and scored again and made it 32, 21 and kind of created that cushion. Um, and we actually stopped them, I think three out of four possessions in the second half, you know, which was awesome out of our defense. What was the message to the team at halftime when you're down by two points like that? Well, you know, I was trying to read our kids' body language. And, you know, the first thing I said is, is if you're not smiling and you're not having a great time playing this game, you know, you're in the wrong place. I said, we were down 19 to nothing three weeks ago or two weeks ago. I said, we're down two points right now. And they, they all kind of loosened up a little bit. And we just talked about going and scoring on our opening drive and then – you know, getting a stop and, and, and not letting them score on their opening drive in the second half, and that's exactly how we started the half. Did uh, did you see anything from Sly County that you surprised you, or did they pretty much perform how they you thought they would? Well, you know, I, I, I thought they gave us their best game, which I was kind of expecting. That wasn't anything out of the out of the ordinary. Um, you know, playing them live and in, in color, you know, I knew they were good. They were actually better on defense than I thought they could be, and uh, they made us earn every every single inch that we gained. And uh, you know, the quarterback for them threw the ball really well. Nothing out of the ordinary. I mean, we knew it was going to be that kind of game where either team could win, and you know, they they kind of did everything they had done on film. So, uh, you know, hats off to them. And it was just a great game, and somebody had to had to lose it, and it just happened to be them. Um, let's talk about how your team performed. Um, you, your offensive uh, unit put up 39 points on the scoreboard. Um, how they perform overall? Well, other than I think getting stopped on the last possession of the game, you know, we didn't punt. And anytime you don't punt, that, that's a great offensive day. Um, you know, we scored to, to take the lead. And once we did, we kept scoring to keep it. So, uh, and even when we were behind, we would score to at least try to match the score. So, I, I thought offensively we played played uh, really really well getting a little christmas carols on the show yeah uh, that, that's our school bell uh for this week oh First wow ding and the ring and it's christmas music so our kids know to change classes that's awesome <laughs> so, uh, so i'm I not playing yeah i'm not playing christmas music in my office that's coming over the loudspeaker i wish they would have done that when i was in high school that's kind of awesome it's crazy because last week it was red that red kingdom song which is our bowden uh football theme song Welcome to the Red Kingdom. That's all they played to change classes. So, pretty neat down I, here. I was wondering where that that hashtag came from. Yeah, it's a it's actually a, a song that the Kansas City Chiefs use, and we kind of changed some words to say Bowden in it, and that's kind of our our uh, theme song for football around here. Nice. I got to go look that up and listen to it. Um, who performed well overall? Uh, you know, T.J. Harvison had a great game. I think he rushed for 206 yards. Uh, Robert McNeil was phenomenal in the game. Um, he had one of the best runs I've ever seen, and he, he threw the ball well, uh, too. And, of course, as always, our, our offensive line 
and uh, receivers did a great job of just blocking for those guys. I think we threw four or five passes the whole game, um, but we did a great job up front and those two guys run the ball. Uh, Jordan Beasley did a great job for us running in the short yard situations. Um, he may have scored twice. I think he caught a touchdown and rushed for one. Um, he may have had two. I can't remember right now, but he, he did a good job when the ball was in his hands. I think I remember the pass to him in the end zone was a pretty impressive pass from McNeil. Yes. Yeah, um, Robert, Robert threw one to, him, one to him and one to Asher Christopher, our tight end. Um, now, I know T.J. Harvison got the player of the game, and shout-out to him for uh, committing to Pittsburgh, by the way. Yes, sir. That was big. He did that yesterday, and, and I'm, I'm proud for him. And, you know, he feels like it, that's his home and where he wants to go, so we're excited for him here at Bowden. Um. Change color because they're they're not black and red; they're black and gold. I think. Pit, Pit is uh, they're blue and gold. Oh, blue and gold. Okay, yeah, I was going off the Steelers. My bad. Um, looking at your defense, you gave up thirty-one points, but it was back and forth and really explosive plays. Um, who, um, what stood out to you for some Friday or Thursday evening? Well, our, our game plan was not to let them throw the deep ball, you know, and get the big play over the top. And uh, I, I did think for the most part that, uh, you know, we, we made them throw the under, underneath dink and dunk stuff, and we did a great job of that. And we did a great job of tackling, you know, whenever they did catch them. You know, what we didn't do in the first half is we didn't win the third down plays. They kept their drives alive and, and, uh, and scored, so – Second half, I thought, you know, we tightened up a little bit and, and did a lot better. We held them three out of four times, and really the only score was the kick return for a touchdown. It wasn't on our defense. Um, so as the game went on, I felt like defensively we got better, and then we did a good job against their running game all night and never really let them get, you know, establish the run. Who had a, who impressed you on your defense in front of the football Friday, uh, Thursday? Well, the guy they kept picking on, he's about 5'3", Five foot three inches, Eli Mays. I, I thought he did a great job tackling in space. Um, Will Rainwater, I thought, did a great job of, of tackling in space. Um, you know, Mason Bailey had a good game up front. Him, Quay Callaway, and Asher Christopher of eliminating the running game. Um, you know, and then everybody else pitched out and made a couple of plays when it was their time to make a play. You know, um, the broadcasters on GPB um, – you know, and I think Tom Marquez, I mentioned this as well. They were both were, you know, impressed with that's, you know, the way you and Sly County both played. It was back to single-A football. It's tip normal or old-school football, and I, I kind of miss that. You know, your bigger schools, you're going to see your passing attacks and your air raids. And, like, at, at the single-A level and, you know, maybe probably maybe the double-A level a little bit, you'll see the – old school running down your throat attacking. I, I, I like seeing that from you guys. Yeah, a lot of people, uh, a lot of people, you know, commented on how, how we run the football. I've had a lot of several coaches reach out, you know, just wanting to know, hey, how do you get your kids to be that tough? Is it the weight room? We love the way you guys ran the ball and, and are physical. So, you know, that that's an awesome thing. And, you know, a lot of the modern population, that they like to see explosive football. Um, we just want to win here at Bowden. <laughs> We're going to do it however we got to do it. So it may not be flashy, but um, it got the job done. Exactly. It, it ain't always going to be flashy. 
No, I agree with that statement 100%. I mean, look at, look at, I mean, not to bring Georgia, but Georgia, they're not flashy and they get it done. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, let's migrate towards your seniors. Um, I know this senior class has been a big deal for you guys and a big leadership. Um, who are your seniors and um, what positions were they this year? Well, we had 18 seniors, which is a lot. And uh, pretty much our all five offensive linemen, our quarterback, tailback, a uh, couple of receivers. So the offensive side of the ball is, is pretty much gone. Um, but we had a lot of young kids that rolled in and got playing time. And then, uh, you know, the defensive side of the ball, just our, our D-line were seniors. So our back seven is coming back, you know. So we, we do have a lot of kids back on D. So, you know. What did having such a big class of senior leaders mean to you in this program? Well, you, you kind of hit it with, with the last word, like the leadership part was really, really good. When you have that many seniors and, and they're actually playing for you on Fridays, they're, they're very invested into what's going on. And uh, so have, having that leadership was big down this last two or three games of the, of the playoff run. Um. Now, I'm taking this question from a podcast that I listen to all the time. Um, are there any who, – who on your team is not getting the offers they deserve or deserves a better offer from college? Probably, probably our quarterback, Robert McNeil. I feel like he's the most overlooked and underrated player uh, on our team. And uh, he's got some offers. Not many of them are, are to play quarterback. Um, a lot of them are to play, you know, defensive back. But uh, he, he would be that one kid. He's a beast. At, he's a beast at both. I'm just telling you. He is. He is. <laughs> you know, it blows my mind that he's, he's you know, got as few offers as he has. Um, so what does the offseason look like for you guys coming up, um, conditioning-wise and training-wise? Well, they'll have off this week. Uh, the first week when we get back in January, we'll start probably the most important phase of our off-season workouts. We call it death by squat and bench. Um, it'll be nothing but a bulk phase for all of January and February, so there won't be a whole lot of conditioning or running involved. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to try to get big for those two months, and then after those two months, um, you know, we'll start putting our speed conditioning in there. We'll go compete at this weightlifting state championships. Um, so kind of busy. Um, didn't you, didn't you guys perform well at that last year too? We did. We, we've won two weightlifting state titles in a row and hopefully we're going to get a third. Now, are y'all competing against every, all schools or just like single A small schools? Well, at the area meet, the qualifier, you compete against everybody. But when you get to the state championships, it's just against the small schools. I got it. Um, how many of your athletes are like uh, going to wrestling and uh, or basketball, or school sport athletes? Uh quite a bit. I'd probably say about eight kids. Wow, wrestling is a uh, passion of mine. So, <laughs> um, how uh, excited is, is your family from? Uh, I know they're excited for the state championship, but um, what is it like now that the season's over with? Well, my two-year-old and six-year-old are pumped. They've seen me more the, the last two days than they have in this last five-week stretch. So they're pumped at home. And, and uh, you know, it's uh, overdue for some much-needed much, much needed, uh, relaxation right now. 
I bet. Um, now, with your wife coaching basketball, you guys move around it right in the basketball, don't you? Yes, we don't we don't slow down a whole lot. You know, she she's coaching, and I got a ninth grader who plays. Oh, nice. Um, how are they doing so far? I think they've only played one game and they got beat. But uh, you know, we're just now getting football kids out, so hopefully that helps a little bit. I know they've got the SMI tournament this weekend. Yes, sir. Or is that some? Is that them or it, is that somebody else? It, no, it starts Thursday. It's Thursday through Saturday. Yeah, we're, we're in it. We're in that tournament, boys and girls team. That's a big yes, tournament. That's a tournament. Big um, and you're also the track coach too, right? Well, I was the track coach last year. Um, I'm probably the assistant track coach this year. I kind of did it as a stand-in role because we lost a track coach really, really late. Um, ah. They took a job somewhere else. So, um, so I'll, I'll be out there helping in some capacity, but not the head guy. I was wondering uh, how many of your athletes are going to be out there for track because track's a, uh, a good sport for your runners and your sprinters. Yeah, I feel about like it as I do the weight room. You know, they they need to uh, be out there running track and staying in shape. Awesome. Um, how was your family uh, after the for the celebration this weekend? How how excited were they for you this weekend? They were pumped. They all came. We had a big, huge uh, get together and party in our stadium after the game. You know, the game was only about an hour away, so. Our community set up, had pizza and ice cream and cupcakes and had music on and the, and the jumbotron on. So we all came back here and, and lived it up for a little bit and, and, uh, and just enjoyed it. Awesome. Um, now, you guys are having a, a championship parade in January, correct? Yes, sir. Where, where will that start and what day is that? January 14th is popping in my head. I'm not exactly sure off the top of my head because we've moved it about two times already trying to make sure it's a day where everybody can be there. Um, but I think January 14th is a day. Awesome. Well, Coach, it's it's been a blast talking to you all, all these games this year and uh, watching your team's progress to a state championship. And I've, I've enjoyed it. You're actually the first state championship uh, winning coach that I've talked to. So I've, I've enjoyed every moment of it. Well, glad I could be the first. <laughs> All right, so it's a great feeling, and I appreciate everything you've done for us coverage-wise this year and just, you know, getting our program some some airtime and just out there where people know who we are. I've enjoyed it, and uh, I look forward, to talk, look forward to talking to you in the spring about some spring football and maybe some track. Yes, sir. Sounds great. Sounds yeah. great. You have a great Christmas and a great holiday, Coach. All right. You too. Thank All you, right. Coach. Bye. Bye. Next up on the podcast, the head wrestling coach of Dade County Wolverines, Coach Jeff Poston. This interview was actually recorded on December 7th. Hey, Coach, how's it going? All right, how you doing? Pretty good. Well, last time we talked, we were talking about football, which is my second favorite high school sport. Now we're talking my first. My first love, it's it's wrestling. I got DCHS. Yes, yes. So um, you love you are you were a wrestler. Yes, sir. I wrestled in high school and a, a little bit in college. I wrestled for seven years, middle school and high school, and then I wrestled for about a few matches in, for a club team in college. Okay. Um, I was a one thirty five to one forty mostly. Okay. Cool. 
um, I figured we could get a little bit of an introduction to your team this year and, you know, what what your team is like. Um, do you have all weight classes or do you, do you, how's your team? Uh, we are, we're young. We're, we're replacing like nine seniors from last year. So we got a bunch of freshmen. Um, we have a couple older classmen, um, but we're forfeiting right now, 120, having to bump some kids to get to 157. Uh, just lost 175 pounder to a knee thing. So we got a couple, couple four, four fits and a couple, uh, wrestlers who probably aren't ready for varsity, but are having to wrestle. So. The thing I know about Dade County is you guys are usually really competitive at the state level. I mean, um, the last few years you've competed with Mike uh, on modern Oglethorpe County a lot. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't get to wrestle them last year, which I really wanted to. They uh, they were on the opposite side of the bracket at duels. Uh, mm-hmm. So they wound up being runner-up instead of third, and we wound up third. So, But I uh, feel like last year we should have been state champs, but – we had a private school we had to contend with that, you know, it's kind of hard to, it's kind of hard to beat that. Love it. Yes. Yeah. They, yeah. they, that's the one on our side. Yeah. Well, that's, I don't, I'm not going to fault, you know, the kids or anything, but our kids had worked their tail off since sixth grade for last year and, and, you know, wound up having to, you know, lose out by six points to them mm-hmm. with an all, with an all-star team. So, well, um, who were your uh, senior? Le- who were your leaders on this team this year? Since you lost nine uh, kids from last year, uh, the leaders I have this year are Landon Williams and Heidi Rains. Um, and Heidi is out right now; she's kind of banged up a little bit. I'm hoping she gets to wrestle before the end of the year. Um, she's dealing with some lingering effects from a concussion that she suffered in volleyball. Oh, geez! So uh, she's pretty dominant at 157 even against the boys um so but she's still you know at their practice and you know trying mm-hmm. to coach kids through things and you know that kind of thing so she it, her and landon lead the team what weight class is landon landon's at 190 okay i know he was a star for you on the football field as well so yes i know was. how yeah um who are your juniors so far this year uh, well, Landon's a junior. Um, then I've got, uh, let's see, I've got Brandon Wilderson as a junior. Uh, trying to think down, go down through the line up there. Who else is? Most of the kids are sophomores or, or freshmen. I got you. Um, of your lower class, who, um, so last week we talked, you guys were going to model and then you had a, a couple uh, big tournaments. Um, who we who'd you guys wrestle at model? We wrestled Cherokee County, Alabama, model and Rome. Nice. Um, but I'm assuming you guys performed really well there because those teams are you guys are dominant. Well, uh, we we won all three of those. Now, models, you know, models pretty good. We beat them 42 to 36, so it was a one match deal. Mm-hmm. Um, then on Thursday night after that, um, we wrestled Signal Mountain here, and they dominated us. And then we wrestled Chattooga, and we beat them pretty good. Um, then we went to Lafayette this past weekend for a tournament over there, and we finished second to Macaulay. Um, but like I say, going forward, we lost our 175-pounder that Thursday night. So mm. 
going forward, we're going to be forfeiting, you know, as many as two weight classes probably in every duel. Um, you know, that's going to be hard to overcome, especially when you got a couple new kids in a couple of those other spots that are, you know, still learning. Um, so, you know, we're going to do the best we can to try to to get to sectionals as a team. Um, now, Model and Chatuga are area, area matches for you guys, correct? Well, Chatuga still is. Model is in uh, 7AA. I don't know what their wrestling area would be now, but uh, they're a double-A football team or a double-A school, so, and we're single-A. Okay. I, I don't know why I thought – I was I don't know why I thought they were still they, – They've been in our area every year. We've been, they've been in our region, been in our area. And this year, the little deal that the GHSA has done with their – the way they did the classifications, it, you know, it winds up where – they're they're a class above us. Mm-hmm. Um, is Chatuga a big rival for you guys? Because uh, well, we get along really well with those guys. They, you know, we battle it out every year uh, between us and them. Um, I wouldn't call it a rivalry, but we we try to wrestle each other, uh, you know, pretty regularly. I think in twenty twenty they won the area and we were second. Um, so they won state that year too. So. Um, you mentioned your match, your tournament over at uh, Lafayette. Um, how big of a tournament was that for you guys? Um, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a huge tournament. It's not as big as like we're going to Lumpkin County here next week, and we're going to our Murchy, and then we're going to uh, you know, the Rockmart tournament. You know, this is uh, Coach Thompson's new over there at Lafayette. He's trying to get things going in the right direction, and he hosted this one, and it had. Had some good teams like uh, Cahola Creek. It had, uh, you know, Lafayette was in it, of course. It had Ringgold in it, us, Macaulay, Gordon Central, um, LFO. I want to say White Whiteside Academy or Whitefield. I can't – anyway, there was there were several teams in it. Um, you know, so, I mean, it wasn't like a, a huge dominant field, but anytime you're in a field with, you know, Macaulay kids and some Ringgold kids, you got some good competition. I was – the one thing I remember about Lafayette when I was in high school, they were really good back then. They yes. were pretty tough back then, back in the yeah. 05, that area. Yeah. How did your team perform at that uh, Lafayette tournament? I know we messaged about it. Well, the uh, let's see. We had two first-place finishers with uh, our 138, Gideon Moore, and our 190, Landon Williams. We had three second-place finishers. Um, Zane Cazord at 106. Um Jordan Castellanos at 215, our heavyweight, uh, Gabriel Yarbrough at, at, uh, at 285. And then we had two third places, Anderson Windsor at 132 and Brandon Willerson at 144. And we had a couple kids, our 126 pounder, Colton Chase. Uh, he, I think he got fifth, something like that. I mean, he, he's, he's, he's going to be a really good wrestler. He's trying to get down to 120. Mm-hmm. Um, when he gets there, I think he's going. He's going to cause problems for a lot of people. Nice. Is your heavyweight was he on the football team as well? Yeah. Yes, he was. Okay. I figured it, it's pretty hard not to have a guy that that um, weight and that ability not on the football squad as well. Yeah, he played. Uh, he played guard for us this past year. He's a sophomore. Uh, right. He's probably more like a tackle, but he was able to step in and play guard. Um. Who are some? Are you? You're the head coach. Who are some of your assistants that help you out this year? We've got um, Andy Williams, who's been you know with us for a few years. Uh, 
got uh gavin tierce who this is his second year helping us out and then um got a, a guy named trent walliser who's a first year he's doing he's a head coach of middle school and helping us out with high school and uh you know he was uh he growing up wrestling usa wrestling uh he wrestled my son it seemed mm-hmm. like everywhere we went every weekend my <laughs> son and, and trent were in the finals against each other so i've known trent since he was a uh, a young kid and he's still he's still a lot younger than me he's able to get in there you know and mix it up and scramble with them and, and show them things that my old tired body can't do so <laughs> um you mentioned your son wrestled um what weight class was he and how how was his how was his well he wrestled through eighth grade and then he he took a year off from wrestling uh he played uh, football here and uh he he had the bright idea that he was gonna bulk up for football and not wrestle and then when he was ready to wrestle again he tore his labrum so he never he never wrestled in high school oof um what what in, or like, what 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 led you to become the wrestling coach what what about it calls to you um you know when i first took a job at dade county they put me uh gave me the head coach of the middle school Mm-hmm. And I was there for three years behind helping another guy here at the high school. And then he left and uh, I came to the high school with kids, you know, the kids that I'd had in the middle school. Um, so that's kind of just how it, you know, kind of kind of happened that way. I was the only guy here, I guess, that that was dumb enough to take the job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming you fell in love with it like everybody else does. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, wrestling is the greatest sport there is, in my opinion. Um teaches you more about life than any other sport you know and i'm a football guy but mm. nothing teaches you about life like wrestling does i mean it's lasted the longest it's the oldest sport so that's it <laughs> um you mentioned your middle school program how are they doing this year so far oh, they're doing pretty well um they, they've got some holes in their lineup as well it's hard to fill weight classes at the middle school level sometimes mm. uh, but he's got several kids that are doing really well um where, where was their last tournament? Or um, they wrestled last night at Trine. Uh, they got beat by Trine, and they beat Gordon Lee. Nice. And then um, where do they go next? Uh, really, I I don't remember. Oh, okay. I think, I think they wrestle tomorrow somewhere. Nice. Um, as you know, this is my passion, and I, I look forward to talking to you uh, weekly about this like we did at football because, you know – High school football, high school athletics is one of my passions in general. But when it comes to wrestling and football, they're they're right up there. So, right week. So I look forward to talking to you next week about your. Uh, you said your next tournaments are next week. Uh, yes, sir. We wrestle tomorrow. We've got Fort Payne and uh, Gordon Lee coming here, and then next week we go to Lumpkin County on Saturday. You. Nice. Well, I look forward to talking to you. Oh, oh sorry, I'm spacing out because I haven't got my questions all settled together. Um, oh, that's all right. Who, um, you know, you have your standouts of usual, but who kind of surprised you these last few matches? Um, you know what? I would say Gideon Moore. Um, he's, a he's a sophomore and he's wrestling up to, he's wrestling up to 138. Mm-hmm. He's kind of surprised me a little bit. Um, in fact, he was sitting there the other day at the, at the tournament and said, asked if it was individual or, uh, or a team. When I told him individual, he said he had decided to go for first place, and then he won the <laughs> tournament. So nice. Uh, him, Colton Chase has done well for us. He's a uh, freshman. Anderson Windsor, 
the freshman doing well. So I've had, I've had a few of them that are, that are really good. Um, you know, it's good to see because we've got a lot of growing to do. We had a lot of kids to replace. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, I look forward to talking to you next week about your dual matches with Gordon Lee and Fort Payne. And uh, I enjoyed our conversation, Coach. All right, thank you, sir. Thank you. You have a good one. All right, you do. Bye.